There we go. Here we are. Please welcome Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Ted Mix. What up, my dude? I mean, do I even bring it up? I didn't see you tweeting about it, so I assume you didn't wrestle at AEW. <laughs> the high of highs, the low of lows, Ted. Do you, oh. want the, do you want the full story? I mean, maybe I should ask you off the cast. It's fine. I'm just, just like, I was sitting there Saturday. It's like I had had a full day. Oh. And then I was kind of sitting in to watch the Husky game, and I was like, should I text him? I don't know what time he's done, but I didn't see a post anything. Well, I didn't see any pictures. Like, last time I saw pictures of you from, like, other listeners. And I was yes. Like, I was no. like, this isn't good. I haven't no. seen anything. Nothing. Nothing happened. So, long story short, you know, obviously due to the independent wrestling, I was told that I would be a part of the extra talent for AEW when they did Collision on Saturday night. Now, that doesn't guarantee you are going to have a match. Uh, right. Especially nowadays, they don't do AEW Dark or Dark Elevation, which were their YouTube shows, which really, those shows were where we all had our chance. That was why I got to wrestle okay. Jake Hager. Like, they're not on TV. They're on their YouTube channel, but still, like, hundreds of thousands of people watch it. It's still an incredible opportunity. But... Sometimes I have a lot of friends that have done multiple AEW tapings and they've been security, they've been seat fillers, they've never had a match. All right. You, so I'm very thankful that I want to put that out there that I ever even had a match in AEW. Just tell them, just, you know, just get it off your chest, Steve. But then I was told, so yeah, you're going to be invited. I'm like, I haven't gotten the email yet. But I was like, yeah, you're in. You're in. That's where I left you on yep. last week. And still hadn't gotten an email. My buddy uh, and I, like, we've been going back, like, both of us were told we were in. And I was like, have you got anything on Wednesday? I see him. I'm like, have you gotten an email yet? He said, no. And then, so the person that told us that we were in, they're like, there's a good chance they're full. And I'm sorry, but like, at the end of the day, if they've already booked too many people, that's how the cookie crumbles. So I'm like, right. well, I guess it's not going to happen. Friday, no, Thursday, I get out of the gym. I get a text from my buddy. He's just like, did you get the email too? Oh, no. And I was like, no, I didn't. And then in my head, I'm like, I know he's going to feel like complete and utter crap for asking. And, you know, I know he wasn't doing it to rub it in. It was him just innocently probably excited. So I was like, I didn't, but I get the feeling that you did. And I'm freaking fired up for you, which is the God's honest truth. Like sure. I even had a conversation with my wife. She's like, what if like you're, you and your buddy are the only two, it's only one can get the spot. What would you do? I'm like, I'm not trying to be Mr. Like good guy, but I've, I would want him to have it over me because I've had the opportunity he never has. And yeah. he's younger than me. He deserves to be seen because who knows what that could mean for him. For me, all it means is I get to brag about it on social media and tell my kid one day that your dad got to wrestle in the second biggest wrestling company in the world. A collision. Yeah. So never, I kept waiting. Here's the crappy part. Now I'm just aggressively checking my email all the time because I'm like, oh, I bet I'm next. You know, someone probably backed out. They had a spot open or got hurt. And that's why my buddy got in. There's a good chance I'll get invited too. So for like the next two and a half days, refresh, refresh, refresh. Finally, I realized it ain't going to happen. And so I didn't, I didn't get the invite. And so I didn't get to be a part of it. I did get to see some of my friends. Had Cody Chun at a match. Um, so did you go at all? Or no, they didn't even invite you for that. I could have gotten tickets, but I, truth be told, I was a little, I was a little sad. salty. I was a little salty. I was a little sad. I wasn't mad at anyone, but I was just mad. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like one of those things where I'm like, I'm not mad at anyone specifically. I'm just mad that nothing happened. I, I passed up on a booking in Canada uh, to, to work for a promotion that I really enjoy working for that pays sure, really you, well. You're right. You like doing that one. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, I missed out on that. 
as happens, that that is the world of wrestling. That's um, that's why I'm thankful that this isn't what I'm trying to pursue as a career because you have those high of highs and low of lows that happen quite a bit for wrestlers. And you know, and I was also a little bit mad at myself because I pride myself on wrestling. To me, has never been about a destination. It's all about as cheesy as it sounds, the journey. All right, the opportunity just to do things and. Never have an expectation of what you want, what you think you're going to get. And then when anything happens, it's a bonus. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, I created a destination of I want to be on TV or I want to wrestle for, um, uh, I want to wrestle for, you know, in the Seattle crowd at Climate Pledge Arena. So I created all these expectations and, and these destinations and it didn't happen. I'm like, well, I'm the idiot that created these destinations. Yeah. It was frustrating. Yeah, I don't blame you. So you weren't, I'm glad I didn't text you on Saturday then. I wouldn't have been mad. I, would I probably have... would have got a curt little F off, Ted, I'm mad. Ted, watch the show and I'll answer your question. I was happy That's to usually see... how you talk to me. <laughs> all fair. Watch the show and see what happens, bitch. <laughs> right. Dickhead. But, but it was cool to see. <laughs> it was cool to see some of my friends get the opportunity. A couple of my friends got to be on TV. Uh, right, my buddies right. Judas Icarus and Travis Williams. You've seen them at Defy, Sinner and Saint. And they it was awesome. I was smiling from because ear Because I to ear. saw you retweet some of that. That's yeah. I was like, oh, man, this couldn't have gone well. But also in the back of my head, all I'm thinking is, well, I have Portland. Because I, <clears> I did get the invite to wrestle in Portland. Right. Well, not wrestle, but be one of be the part of the, right, be part next of the show. month. All right. So I was like, I got Portland. I'm great. You know, that's okay. I, I still have an opportunity. Uh, then uh, Sunday was Wrestle Dream. I didn't, I didn't end up going to that because we ended up getting a puppy. We might talk about that. But like, I had other things go on. I had to pass up on going to Wrestle Dream, which I was bummed because that would Edge make his or Adam Copeland make his big debut. But sometimes right. kids and family are way more. The the opportunity to see my kid get her puppy was something I was not. There's not anything in the world that would have pulled me away from that, even if I was told I would wrestle. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, sorry. Like yeah. having a puppy is awesome, but it's also a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. So you better be there at least for the for initial, happy the initial uh, dopamine dump on a little I, kid. I don't know if you saw the video, but here is a Tatum when she first got it. Who's that? Oh, Jeffrey. Who's that? Who you got there? What's her name? She's real. She's here. She's with us forever. What's her name? Strawberry pineapple hat. Hi, strawberry. <laughs> <Sorry about> that. <laughs> like that was a moment. I'm so glad yeah, I got to you got to be there for that. I think I put that up on my uh, Instagram page, and I'm Steve Miggs. But like, she was like, "Plus, that's a win. Yes. That's a win for Dad. That's a win for you. You got to be there for that." And even my wife was like, "No, no, no, go." I'm the one that made this happen so fast. I understand. Go to the wrestling thing. And at first, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you did. I'm gonna go." And then I. It, instantly thought how can i miss this like it's not about trying to get points with the wife it's about being there with my with my daughter and i'm so glad i did and there's going to be a ton of bad nights with that puppy so you might as well enjoy the fun mornings like when this morning she jumped (laughs) off the bed and just pooped on the carpet (laughs) props her for not pooping in the bed but oh come on i just took you out an hour before that and you pooped outside oh man Cheat for ordering, uh, waiting a year to order hockey pads. All of a sudden, puppies just get ordered. I know, right? <laughs> oh, I could do no wrong though, because I did the right thing, which was kind of cool. You know, I was like, I got to watch that. I watched the pay per view on TV. Like, my wife's like, You can order it. I'm like, You know, I'm ordering it. If I'm not going because of this puppy, I'm watching it when I get home. So, but in the back of my mind, and Adam Copeland makes his appearance. He's like, I'm going to, and I saw his, his press conference where he's like, I'm going to be there at most of these shows. Like, I'm all on, and I love 
Adam Copeland Edge. Like, yeah. He's just one of my favorites, and I've gotten to know him over the years just from interviews and stuff. Like, we actually have texted back and forth, but I'm not going to bug him. But in my head, I'm like, I'm going to see him next month in Portland. So I'm all fired up. Like, that's going to be great. Fast forward to the next morning, I get an email from the people that run AEW, and they uh, politely uninvited me <laughs> to oh, next oh month's thing. Not because of me personally. They did it to a lot because I talked to some of my other buddies that were scheduled. I'm like, is it just me? Or did you get uninvited too? And they're like, no, I got uninvited too. And I'm kind of glad I'm not the only one. I'm like, no, me too. Now I'm okay because I got in my head, like, you know, anxiety. Do they know my birthday's tomorrow? <laughs> like, did I age out? Like, did I say something wrong? Should I have not mentioned it on the radio? Like, I'm thinking I did something wrong. So I was very happy in a weird way that. A few of us got uninvited, and it's because they're like, we're doing things differently. We don't need you guys, but we, of course, ha- we'll keep your information. But in my head, I'm like, they just sent it to a blind CC. What if they just sent that to me, and that was just them being nice? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you find out, no, 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 none of us did anything wrong, and and I'm not mad at them at all. That's just how the business is, but I was like kind of bummed because I'm like, oh, I was going to get to run into Edge there, Adam Copeland, and... And also, I'm like, I'm okay with missing collision because I've got dynamite. Right, I got this coming up. No dynamite for Steve-O. <laughs> so, long story short, Ted. No. I didn't wrestle. I didn't go to any of the events. I got a puppy. Ted Talks, starring B-Tex Mid. Ted Talk this week. Try something new, right? Like, I was, what? late 30s when I started playing like outdoor public soccer. Right. Right. Just try something new. Right. I mean, I think you had been playing goalie and roller hockey forever, but you were in your 30s before you started ice skating, right? Oh, dude, like 33? Yeah. 34 maybe? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like whatever age you are, try something new. And look, here's the honest truth. You might say, hey, I want to go run a 5K. After you do it, you might go, I hate running. Cool. You don't have to like it. Did you run a 5K this weekend? No. Okay, good. I've done like two in my life. I hate running. Same. And I don't know what it is. I could go I could go walk or run stairs for an hour. Mm-hmm. I just running, I just hate. It's the worst. Right, it, there's not a ball to chase. I'm like, what am I doing? What are you, a puppy? <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. In sport, like I don't mind running around playing soccer, but like right. yeah, there's nothing to do. There's nobody to guard. I'm just running. Yeah, who am I running from? So right, I just used that 5K. That's a good call. Did you run a 5K and you're pissy about it? No. But I'm just saying, go try something new. Hell, it might just be, I'm going to read more. Yeah. You know, but it's always good. I've been trying to do more stuff to kind of challenge myself lately. So it just it's good to go out there and try things. Do you have an example of something recently that you said, I'm going to do this more? Is it read? Yeah. Well, taking the light rail has helped. Yeah. So I get I get more time to just sit there and read. And then, yeah, that's probably the newest thing. And then that and just protein, bro. Lots of protein. Lots of protein. That and Costco. I go to Costco all the time. You know what the frustrating thing with the whole protein thing is? I don't know if this is for you as well. Like they say X amount of protein, you know, based off of your weight. And I'm like doing all the math, like for what I want to accomplish. And it's like, okay, you need to get like 200 grams of protein in every day. It's like, okay. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, I am eating a lot of protein. And I do the math and I'm like, that was 110 grams of protein. Like, how the hell am I going to, like, I'm doubling down on my protein shakes, but now I'm farting everywhere I go. Yeah, I mean, it. it is, it is harder than I thought it was going to be. But, 
I don't know. Right now, it's still only been like what three or four weeks, so I still enjoy it. I, I mean, yeah. but I blatantly just use like one of those drink like a protein shake in the morning. And then, you, I mean, I'm just doing which I saw you do a couple years ago, just gnawing on those chickens yep. on, the, on the sticks from Costco. Those are the best. Yeah, I I like those better than the other ones. So you like the 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 skewer stick one? I do. They're really tasty. They are. They're it's a little a, bit of a bitch to get off the stick. That's the thing. Like, and I would try and like meal prep, and by meal prep, I would take all the chicken off of the stick and put it into a giant ziplock ziploc bag. But then, like, you're realizing everywhere around your house, you find like little crumbs of chicken because they're all flying everywhere as you're trying to take them off of the damn stick. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I blatantly just you saw like bags of it. I'll just yeah. sit at my desk like, eating like a lollipop. They're so tasty. If anyone, I like those better. I mean, the other ones are good. Yeah, but yeah, those ones seem to be better. And then yeah, sometimes at home, I just I don't know, spice it up. I throw them in the microwave. Oh, look out! <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean that's that's been like my new uh, biggest thing. But yeah, I was just talking to somebody and they were you know like my buddy, like his daughter is doing cheerleading now. Shout out to the Ballard Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knights forever. I thought they were beavers. This is the youth football organization. Oh, okay. High school is yeah. Ballard Beavers. Ballard Beavers. <laughs> well, not only that, dude. So I told this story on the podcast, but I'm sitting in my buddy's house, right? He, they're eating breakfast. I got over there early because I had to do something in the neighborhood. So I'm just sitting in the living room talking to him. And his daughter's like, we haven't lost, Ted. You know, like, we win. And he's like, yeah, they're actually pretty good. And I said, all right, all right. You know, and, you know, of course, don't get too confident, but... He's like, yeah, man, they're good. Now, they don't understand football culture. Like, they're getting more into it, right? But he's like a martial artist dude and into soccer. So, first of all, he's blown away how, how serious these this stuff is. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So, then they're like, I'm like, well, who are you playing this week? And he, like, rattles off some letters. And I'm like, huh. And he's like, yeah, we're pretty good. We've beaten everybody by this and that. And I go, I, so, you know me, Steve. I can't help myself. I got to look up the league. Okay, yeah, Coach Ted. Right. He's got to scout the opponent. So I'm just sitting there and I go, what is it? And he's like, uh, FSP. And I click, I go, oh, you guys might be in some trouble this week. And he's like, what, what? Do, you, what do you mean we might be in some trouble? I'm like, you might be in some trouble this week. Because they were playing Ford Sports Performance. Like they train college football players, high school football players. I was about to say, that sounds serious. Yeah, I think there were some of the Seahawks were training there or coaching there for a while. It's like all, it's like freaking Geno Smith's kids are on this team. Yeah, right? This is the program they were playing against. I was oh, like, they have their own website. Yeah, that's all I was like, dude, I think this is a little different than the other teams you've been playing. You're going to get spanked. Right, so I show up and like, because they, they have like three uh, weight brackets. By the time I show up, the big boys had already played and I go, how to go? He's like, not so good. <laughs> I was like, yeah. The other team just, they just, they just look, I was like, they, their website, like these kids are training right now at, at freaking 10 for, they're getting ready for high school. It's like when you watch like the Mighty Ducks movie and it's like the ragtag bunch of kids being coached by like the alcoholic lawyer guy, <laughs> Emilio Estevez versus <laughs> the, the, the team with like the scary looking. The Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have like a coach that looks like he's like a scary Russian dude or whatever it was, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it's just like, you're not, you're not beating this team. Like this is a make him up. This is a definite make him up. Yeah. So like his daughter's got this. I'm just like, yeah, you got to just try some new stuff. Plus, I will say, I'm just such a nerd when it comes to sports. It was kind of fun. Oh, I like, bet. And they have like all. Did the- you want to go out there and like, coach them a little bit? Uh, well, I mean, you know me. You 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 watch sports with me. Like we're sitting there, we watch like two drives, and I'm like, oh Jesus, catch 
we can't keep cheating to the right. Like the kids run, he's run to the left. Like our defense, like he's run to the left like three times in a row. Like they're going to reverse it and go right this time. Stop cheating right. And of course they reversed it. Who's this guy who doesn't have a kid on the team coming down with one of those whiteboards and a whistle? Right? (laughs) You're doing it all wrong. Right? Like, come on, coach. Get your head out of your butt. It's like, uh, what is it, a restaurant impossible or even like bar rescue? When like, you know, John Taffer comes out, he's like, shut it down. Shut it, shut it, call a timeout. And we're shutting it down. It's Coach Rescue with the Ted Smith. Coach Rescue. Shut it down. <laughs> You're cheating to the right. This is a problem. Right. They're expecting that. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was it was awesome to watch. And Do you like, want to succeed or just be a bunch of loser kids? And then the cheerleaders are all different age groups. But for some of the games, they're all there. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, there's like... Just this mass of cheerleaders. There's more cheerleaders than, than fans. Yeah, and shout out to the Ballard Knights. They're the only ones that have the cheerleaders. I was like, that's a nice touch. Yeah. But you know, like their their unis match and everything. It's just it's just cool. Oh, it's fun to watch kids yeah. do any kind of like somewhat organized version of a sport. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I know even Sid, like she's dreading the day if, if Tatum wants to play soccer. And I'm like, she I just don't want to be outside in the rain all the time. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Look, I'm fine with being that parent. I'll go. I just I I find great humor in watching kids all wearing like matching uniforms and just yeah. like pure chaos out there on the pitch. Like I think that'd be a blast. Soccer is a little tougher. Yeah. Oh, it's just chaos. I remember having a girlfriend who her sister's kids were playing like kids soccer and I would go to the games. She's like, why do you enjoy these so much? I'm like, because it's the funniest thing I've ever witnessed. Oh, like, just chase the ball. And there's no rhyme or reason. No. They're adorable. They just, it's all like, they're just all like, it's a, the ball is like a magnet and they're all like safe, like safety pins and, and paper clips, just like just getting sucked to the ball. Right. It's the same thing with like T-ball. I mean, look, this is why I always say like, I love baseball, but baseball is tough for little kids because they get bored. At least yep. with soccer, they're running around basketball. So then they get bored when they're playing T-ball, and then eventually some kid is going to get up there and actually hit one hard, yeah. and it's going to hit some kid's shin. Oh. That kid's never going to want to play baseball again nope. in their lives. Nope, that's when they move on to dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm mean, done. I'm done sports. Yeah, like my one cousin, his son, he put him in he put him in real football like early, mm-hmm. and he got his bell wrong and was just like, Dad, I, I'm not. I don't like this. I'm not. Let's not do this anymore. And I don't blame him either. Oh, like, dude. that's tough. Like, I... Like I like watching youth football. I'm still not sold on a few years from now. I th- I think we might say let's wait till high school to put helmets on them. I think that's fair. I don't think they should be doing full on. It's same with hockey. Like I don't think we should be letting kids just check the living crap out of another kid. You know, at that young of an age, the brains aren't. It's not ready. They're not. They're, and they're not talented enough to know how to brace themselves for that and take it. And and I think too. And, and look, don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of good people that know a ton more about football than even I do. I don't know about that. Coach Ted knows everything. I'm just saying, like, I get mad when people go, you didn't, people didn't play the sport. You know, they get on Mina Kynes. Like, who cares? She's a great analyst and knows everything about football. But with that said, I will say, if you've never put on pads and a helmet, like, it's hard to tell a little kid, keep your head up, see what you're hitting. Right. Because you feel invincible in that stuff. Oh, right. And, and you I'm see, sure it's the same in hockey. And you see the guys do it on TV, and you want to be like the guys you see on TV, oh, even though you yeah. don't know how to, I mean, well, even in the pro level, like, look if. I'm sure we'll talk more about the Seahawks, but Jamal Adams taking that concussion. Like, yep. that was like, that could happen to anyone. Yeah, exactly. And, right, probably, and it probably happens a lot in like youth sports because you don't have your head up. Correct. And I think it's soccer. They've changed it now. I was talking to Thrill. I think his son now is at the age you can do a header, but like, they for little kids, they're like, don't do it. Even in public, they're like, 
don't do headers. Like, I thought it'd be easy to do a header with a soccer ball until I tried it. I'm like, that kind of hurts. Oh, God. I remember like three years ago, I was super hungover at Pub League. And it was a long goal kick. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just hit it. And I was just like, that was the dumbest oh thing gosh. I have done in years. <laughs> I would love to see you just start hurling. <laughs> I mean, my head was just <laughs> ringing. And you, you hear somebody be like, nice header. And I'm like, F off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just did that in public. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. <laughs> I think the Smith Family Beer Garden's having like an Oktoberfest. Can't remember if it's this Saturday or next Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you're in what, the Cape Cod area? Yeah, downtown Hyannis. Smith Family Beer Garden, right next to Smith Family Popcorn. You can't, you can't miss it. I haven't seen it, but like, I don't think you can miss it. I will be. It will make my entire week if all of a sudden we get a text from a listener that like is like, or any uh, a, a, a tweet at us, and they're at the actual uh, event because they heard it on the MegaCast. <laughs> like, we're promoting something like as if it's like in Puyallup. It's like it's across the. Go oh, check it out. And it's not even in Boston. It's out on the Cape. Right. Like we are. <laughs> this is like the greatest promotion for an event that not a single listener, maybe somebody from Smith Family Popcorn's listening. So they'll be there. But other than that, like, who are we sending? There was one guy, I forget his name. He went this summer because my cousin, like, my one cousin, it's funny because they're all working there now, right? And like with the beer guard, there's a lot of different areas. So my one cousin texts me and she's like, there's a guy in the popcorn shop that says he's a big fan or whatever. And I was like, is he in the beer garden too? She's like, yeah. I was like, I'll Venmo you. Like, get him a beer. And That's then, cool. Like, right. And then like an hour later, my cousin who's pouring the beer sends me a picture of him and the guy. And That's I'm, awesome. Yeah, right. I'll Venmo you. That's Dude, I love technology. You can do that now. I never it's, thought about that. Right, That's a great was, idea. Right. Instead of just being like, put one on my tab. I'll pay you when I see you guys next year, maybe. It's right. Like, I'll Venmo you right now. Like, yeah. buy him a free beer. Yeah, tell me what I owe you. <laughs> Throw a tip on there, too. I got gotcha. you. All right. Mariners update. They're done. <laughs> Did you see the DePoto press conference? I saw, this week? The, I saw the clips of it last night after I got done uh, with work and podcasts. I was like, what is it? Because I saw he was trended all day. Oh, my God. You can't. You can't ask these fans to wait anymore or be patient. Well, I just love that, that someone then found a video clip of the president. I saw the same thing. Oh, the president of like business operations is like, yeah, we can't keep asking our fans. They should not be patient. No one should be patient. Right. We're not asking anymore. Right. And then here we are, fast forward from February to now October, and you got the president of the team, Jerry DePoto, going, we're asking you to be patient. We can't win the World Series. Yeah. I didn't say that so much, but it's like, we're going to give it 54%. That's what we want. We want a 54% winning streak. Yeah. Oh, I, I, right. I, it's just tough on Mariners fans. And, and I, I mean, understand what he's saying. Like, yeah, you want to consistently have a winning product. And then eventually you kind of like, you jump to that next level. You don't want to just like, they tried that before. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars and they lost a hundred games that season. But the way he said it was just terrible. Yeah. And I don't think Cal Raleigh's wrong either. I don't, I don't, no. I'm not asking you to go out and go insane. But I don't think there's anything wrong with spending some money on another arm and another legit bat. Yeah, a star player. Yeah. And it, it, it infuriates me that he had to, not had to, but he felt the need to apologize for what he said. 
nothing wrong with that. And then you have the, the president of the team going, dude, we just want to win 54% of the time. Like, yeah, what like, the F are you guys doing? And I agree with, I don't know what other player said it. And they, it might have been uh, Crawford. It was J.P. Crawford. But yeah. it was just like, look, he's been here. He's earned the right to say that. Like, I don't disagree with anything. And I agree. Like, to me, with Cal Riley, how he did it also, like, that's not a player just running his mouth or whatever. Like, he was just, he was sending a message. Like, look, we've talked about it in the locker room. We've told you. You haven't listened to us, so now I'm going to say it publicly. I, and he didn't say it in a jerk way. He wasn't like no. kicking over garbage pails or like being like, these mother effers trade me. He was just like, and also like, imagine being a star player in the, in the league and you're like, oh yeah, I'm a free agent. Agent's like, where, where do you want to go? We have interest from the Mariners. And you're like, oh, the team that says they just want to win 54% of the time? I don't want to go to that team. Correct. That, it was a bad look. Yes. Uh, yeah. With yeah, that it was a bad look. Yeah. Uh, Go Mariners. <laughs> Sounders are still kind of just the Sounders getting a point here where they can. Are they going to make the playoffs, though, right? They'll make the playoffs, yes. Okay. So, yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that club. It just seems like, and they undid, you know, they got the new sh- uh, shield on the jersey and everything. It's just like, man, there was so much momentum after we won that Champions League, and it has just fallen off a cliff. It's like the kiss of death, man. Yeah, it it has not been good. You know, they, they guys have been injured. They there's a lot of legit excuses, but also it just I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes you just look at a team and you go, they just something's missing, especially with Smetzer. Like his teams always kind of have a different way about them, and I'm like, we they just I don't know I don't know what it is. And it's I, the Concacaf curse. Yeah, and I'm not positive. Like I don't, I wouldn't say it's all on coaching. I don't think it's all on Smets, but also like I think maybe a little bit's on him, and I think some of it's on the players. Like I don't, somebody in that locker room needs to just be like, "Come on, let, like let's get it back. Let's let's play our game and and dictate it." Yeah. Uh, now let's get to the great news. Number one, Huskies are dominating. Yes. Number two. The Cougs are actually good. Both teams looking great. Both teams are good. Uh, selfishly, I'm going to mention the Terps are 5-0, and heading into Ohio State this weekend. That game starts at 9 a.m. on Fox because big noon kickoff's going to be there. You can hear it in my voice. I am nervous, but I think we have a shot of knocking off Ohio State. Wow. Uh, but then the biggest news of the week is, oh. man, the Seahawks just, that, granted, the Giants suck, but that... That reminded me of the Hawks teams that I fell in love with. Yep. Crazy defense. Offense is all right. Geno didn't have his best game, but just making turnovers, like just just making plays. It was oh, fun dude. to watch. It's the Legion of Spoon now, baby. I and also I'm gonna brag Witherspoon. I'm gonna brag. Like when that game kicked off, right? Like me and Mike were at, we put it on out here and I just I'm like standing behind him and I go, Witherspoon's in like Today's his day. Let's have a game out there. Whatever. Oh gosh, and then he dude. had an unreal game. And I was like, yes. He like, honestly, like he was so on fire that it was contagious for the other players. Like there were other hits that happened during that game. I'm like, man, Witherspoon again. And then it was like another player from the team. I'm like, no one's been playing like this until he started playing like this. Like he's got a, there's a certain vibe about that guy. That's, and also, man, I felt like Jamal Adams. Yes. He got a concussion. That, heartbreaking. I love Jamal Adams. I want to see do him too. do well. Dude, when he was out there. I got pretty fired up. He looked good. He had a right. certain swagger to he him. He missed that one sack that he gave him game time. He won't miss that again. Oh, I'm with you. That was brutal to see, though. And I, I knew I think people were like, I heard he tried to get back in the game. Like, well, of course. It's a concussion. He hasn't played in a year and a half. Like, like they did the right thing. Take his helmet. Get him off the field. But like, oh, I know he was, he was bitching and moaning. And he could have been his bell rung so hard that he doesn't even know he was arguing. Because I remember when I got, my, I got knocked out in that match. 
I was trying to get back in the ring to wrestle. I wasn't yelling. Oh, yeah. I wasn't like angry like him. But I'm like, I'm good to go, guys. Let me go. Let me go. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. You're not. You got knocked out. Right. And so, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like later on in the night, he's like, I did what? You know? I mean, yeah. you just don't know. And Pete Carroll was like, I'm not concerned. We got a bye week. He should be good to go when we come back. And, and look, I generally hate the early bye because it's such a long grind. But like, I think for the Seahawks, this early bye might work out all right. Same. Came at the absolute best time when you're playing third string offensive lineman and this guy's gonna Gino's banged up from the knee, everything about but man, big win. Defense looked great. Big win. It just that's look, I'm not comparing them to those teams, but it did remind me a little bit of like those Legion of Boom teams where it's like just dominate on defense, find a way to win. And look, Detroit is rolling again. So that Detroit win looks good right now. And dude, like, yeah, you're right. The Giants not a very good team, but how many years have we dealt with we should beat this team, and then we don't. It's like there's so many times where they play to the level of the team that they're... That they're Raiders at home last yeah. year, right? That game sticks in my crawl. I'm just like, that was a game you had to have. And, he, and dude, let's not forget, like that year that they won the Super Bowl, there were a lot of close games that shouldn't have been close, but the defense held it down. That's why like, I think you're right. Like, There's a certain there's a certain energy that reminds me of, of the Super Bowl's era team of the Seahawks because they won a lot of games like in the fourth quarter when they should have had, they, they should have won them earlier. Right, because you look like you have Pete Carroll for, what, two or three years before Russ gets here. Mm-hmm. I think they're not very good. They might have snuck into the playoffs at like 9-7 and seven or 7-9 seven and nine or something crazy. Seven, it was that Beast Quake. It is that yeah, game. That okay. season, yeah. Right, and then you get into the era of the Legion of Boom, and like, look, Russ was the quarterback of those teams, but it's those were run the ball, play defense. It's not like Russ was doing anything crazy. Then we got into the let Russ cook era. So now I feel like we're kind of back to that. Like, very good defense. When Gino, and look, Gino's got to play better than he did on Monday. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, Gino, we don't, you probably only going to have to win us one or two games. Like, yep. that's that's what I was excited for. And I just, God damn it, man. Like, I love high flying offenses, but I love a good defensive oh, game. When you get that big tackle or the big pick six, which, I mean, Witherspoon was doing all of that. Yeah. And he's not that big of a guy. No, but, oh, and, and I just love that. Like, and I was guilty of it for a second too. When you're just like, "What the hell?" You passed up on that Jalen Carter kid, but now people are showing the stats. And like Witherspoon, even after missing the first game of the season, is already passing him in all this. And all I granted two different positions, right? I, that's why I'm torn. Apples on it, and oranges. Carter is just going to be so good. Now, look, there was a lot of off the field stuff. I get, and generally that early in a draft, I just like to me, you just want the biggest giant athlete you can. Yeah. But Witherspoon is very good. So I don't think I, anyone's going to regret that pick anymore, though. No. That's well, right. we'll see. Okay, fine. At least as of the last two games. I mean, look, I, ideally, they both become, they Stars. both have great careers, and it's you're right, it's a moot point. And then it's just apples and oranges, but you're like, either guy would be great for this team. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. Of, speaking of apples, I've been crushing Honeycrisp. You got back into him yet? It's the the honey- season. <laughs> <laughs> We're never out of the season, man. Oh, it's that... It's that test. Isn't it, is this the test that everyone was saying is going to be uh, infiltrate our blood and kill us? I didn't even know. Oh, you haven't heard that conspiracy theory that there's going to be a big national test sent through everyone's phones and that everyone's freaking out because it's going to like send out nanoparticles? Where, I, where did you even see that? It just popped up on my phone. National no, alert. No, I got the national alert. Where did you see the conspiracy theory? Oh, man, I'll find it. Let's see. Um... Everyone's phone's going to get an alarm at 2.20 p.m., so it's 11.20 our right. time. And it says, okay, here we go. 
earlier this year, the government announced that they're going to pick the day for a nationwide test of the emergency alert system. The alert will be sent to all radios, televisions, as well as all con- consumer cell phones. You don't have to do anything. Just ignore it. Uh, well, most of us, there are conspiracy theorists saying that we should avoid it by leaving their phones off all day. And here's why. They claim that the alert on people's cell phones will be used to activate nanoparticles introduced into people's bodies. There are many conflicting explanations on how or why this will happen. But one video where a woman says that the test will trigger a gra- graphene oxide that was put on people's put in people's blood through COVID-19 vaccines. When that happens, the government will be able to monitor people and control them like remote control toys. Yeah, there's a lot more to it also, but that's dead. I am shutting down. (laughs) Podcast over. Goodbye. Ever. Should we go get lunch now? Yeah, let's go get lunch. We are done. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) Brrrr, <laughs> <laughs>